Hey friends, hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets that are important to you. I had some good luck finding cheap used music over the last week. Not this past weekend, this was the weekend previous. I stopped in at the Goodwill near my mom's house and came across a Stereolab album on CD that I not only didn't own, but I'd never heard. It was a polarizing one. Uh, critically. Uh, some people loved it, and some people hated it, and when that happens, it's an album that I absolutely want to hear, because I just say to myself, well, if this many people love it, and this many people hate it, what do I think about it? You know? Anyway, it, it's their 1999 full-length record, Cobra and Phases Group Play Voltage in the Milky Night. I know, that's quite a mouthful. Anyway, uh, Get this, it's just over 75 minutes long, which for me is perfect because I have about a 35 minute commute one way to work, and my car has a CD player where I'll primarily be listening to this album. And, and let me say this while I'm on the subject of CD stereos in cars. My car is old. It's a 2004 with over 222,000 miles on it. And, and maybe if you drive an older car with a CD player in it, or you've been in, in an older car with a CD player in it, you can relate to this. My car's CD player is very temperamental. If I'm playing a CD in it made prior to, say, 2010, no problem. The CD will always play perfectly. I can drive through a minefield and the CD will not skip. Now, if I'm playing a CD made after 2010, there's a 70% chance it's going to skip if I so much as drive through a shallow puddle. Now, I have to assume it's because over the last 10 plus years, Companies have figured out how to make CDs cheaper, and, and because the quality is now so bad, newer CDs skip if you so much as tap the brakes if you're playing one in your car. Okay, so anyway, I find an old Stereo Lab CD. I'm very happy, and I did not expect to find it in a Goodwill in New Hampshire in 2021. The other CD I purchased that day was not at all a surprising album to find at a Goodwill in New Hampshire in 2021. And that album, friends, was, get ready for this, now, don't judge me, okay? Don't judge me. Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. I know, I know, I know, I know. But hear me out, okay? Unless you were 14 years old in 1988, you may not be able to appreciate the cultural ubiquity in America that was GNR at the end of the Reagan years. That, and me having read both... Chuck Klosterman's Fargo Rock City a couple years ago, and more recently, the Richard Bienstock and Tom Bourgeois book, Nothing But a Good Time, the uncensored history of the 80s hard rock explosion, made me remember just how important Appetite for Destruction is for myself and other Gen Xers. And, and while we're on the topic of books, and regular listeners to this fine podcast will certainly know where I'm going with this. I'd like to remind you that I am an independently published novelist with eight books currently available worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my titles in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you love the People Are the Enemy podcast and would like to help contribute to it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine, fine literature, I'd encourage you to please consider purchasing one or two of my books. As always, if you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song.
Hello, People Are the Enemy listeners. This is episode 187 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for spending time with me. This is my third time trying to record this damn thing this morning. I'm telling you, I'm having a day. Ugh. Listen, I don't like to swear, but I may swear on this podcast, okay? Because I'm frustrated, man. I don't know what it is. Do I just not feel like recording today? I don't know. I tried twice when I came back from, from, from breakfast. Both times, I'm like, this is boring. This is boring. I stopped. I said, okay, you know what, Andy? Step away. Step away. Go take a shit. You got a shower? You got to go to work today? Yeah. Well, go do that. All right. It's me talking to myself, okay? I go away, take a shower, massaging my scalp. I'm like, good, this is good, you know? I'm washing my hair, I'm massaging my scalp. Maybe I'll get something going, you know? Get out of the shower. Do you have to make your lunch before work? Yeah, I do. Okay, go do that. All right. Make my lunch. Sandwich is falling apart. Swearing up a storm in the kitchen. All right. So they say, you know what? Okay, you're all set. You set to go to work now? Yeah. Give it one more shot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if it doesn't work, you can just delete it and record it tonight. You got all day. Yeah, but I'll be at work. Yeah. But you get home from work, right? Yeah. Okay, record it then. How long's your damn show? What, 20 minutes? 25 minutes? Yeah. Okay. So what? The show goes up a little later. I sit down, I go to record the, my podcast, this show, literally this episode right now. I look at my phone. Ten minutes ago, Thomas has called me. I call him back. He's like, what's going on? Immediately, I'm swearing up a storm. He goes, he goes boy, you're angry. <laughs> yeah, he knows. I told him. I said, man, I can get angry, man. I can get angry. He's like, oh, I get angry too. So I, I know he empathizes and he can, you know, he can understand. Thank God, you know. That's the last thing I need to do. Scare away a new friend. Why would I want to hang out with this lunatic? He's angry! I'm going to swore right there. All right. Whew. All right, I'm going to try to calm down. Anyway, so Thomas is on the line. Are you there, buddy? I'm here, Andy. Okay. <laughs> Turn up the phone. <laughs> ah! I don't know what's funny. I wish I knew. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know what's funny either, pal. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just lo I'm losing my mind over here. Yeah. Dude, I tried. I, I swear to God. Like that. I tried I twice. Like that. I tried twice. Yeah. Nothing. I'm <laughs> like, this is boring. Yeah. Hey, at least you caught it. You know, you're not a boring person. I'm not a boring person. Thank you. <laughs> You're not a boring person. You know, I swear to God, dude, the first time I tried recording, I just, I what was happened? like, it wasn't too bad. I was like, oh, all right, this, let's, you've gotten off track here, Andy. This, this, let's try it again. I try it again. I'm telling the story. I'm like, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> if I'm bored, they're going to be bored. Yep. Not to put a lot of pressure on myself. And then, and then, you hear my voice crack? Jeez. 
And then, and then, and then, and then, no, and then, <laughs> and then I hear, I swear to God, Thomas, it sounds like there's insects in my laptop. Wait, was this when you were speaking to me or without me? <laughs> no, no, man. This is just before I quit and went to take a shower. I hear, I'm talking and I hear, I'm like, do you hear that? And I'm like, maybe it's in my mind. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Maybe you develop schizophrenia and you don't really. And I thought about like, I thought about like pulling the battery bank out of the laptop, like right there while I was recording, but I was afraid like something was going <laughs> to jump out. <laughs> Holy shnikes, dude. I'm really going to try not to swear. I, I really try not to. But I am in a mood, folks. Thomas, you got the brunt of it. I'm sorry. That's all right. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you. You know I can... You know... Damn, man. I don't know if you've ever heard me this angry. I apologize, buddy. I hope I'm not scaring you. Oh, away. no. It's all right. Whew. No. I get it. But you caught it, you know? Yeah. So what was worrying about it? I I was telling a story about um, last week having to go into work early mm -hmm. and how it threw me off my schedule. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll tell a story about setting off the alarm at work because I went into to work early on Friday. I didn't realize I was the first one there. <laughs> what a way to end the week, man. I mean, it was a hell week anyways, just because I am not... First of all, I was out of my, my groove, man. I, I have a routine, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and w ladies and gentlemen, to, excuse me. I, I know this is a little bit confusing. I had to go to work early all last week for training. It threw me out of my groove. I did it. But Friday I get there, I find out, like, not until after I, I, I enter the building and the alarm goes off that I didn't have to be there at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> had no code. To deactivate the alarm. Oh yeah. Hi. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm not waking you, but I don't have a code for the oh, alarm system. Geez. I'm like, I'm like, the police are gonna show. I'm gonna get arrested. I'm gonna get arrested. They don't know me. The. I almost said the name of the city I work in. Yeah. <laughs> The town, the town police. Not that that would be a bad thing. That you can figure it out. But the town police don't know me. Who is yeah. this? Who is this man at eight thirty a.m. This disheveled human walking into this? <laughs> I can just He's imagine. Up to no good. Holy moly, dude! He's up to no good. What a day, dude! I'm on the go right now, Andy. I know you are, pal. I appreciate you speaking I with me. Just picked up my uh, no. I'd love to. I picked up my on-the-go coffee. What'd you get? Dunk, lovely Dunkin' Donuts. I got a my 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 thing. That's my routine is my coffee. And I, I kind of, I feel you because I'm trying to equate in my life what would, because my, you know, my schedule is up and down. So I've become accustomed to just kind of going with the flow with work anyway. But I'm thinking like, if I got thrown off of my coffee routine, I remember we were, uh, my girlfriend and I were, ex-girlfriend and I were uh, in Maine and I had to wait an extra couple hours. We took a trip for the weekend and I had to wait a couple extra hours or like an hour to go get my real coffee, I call it. The, the real strong stuff I drink. And I was just, 
I was miserable. I was like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> this is, the world is, what is going on? I can't take this. But I love to have a, I love a hot macchiato with an extra shot with foamed whole milk and vanilla and sugar. You've I got a, it. you've got a very complicated, I mean, comparatively, it's, to yeah. me, it's a complicated order. Mm-hmm. And you've got the times, and I've gone with you multiple times to get coffee. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a very sensitive palate. I'll watch you take a sip of the, that first sip, and you'll look at me, and sometimes you shake your head, and you say, uh-uh. They, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'll be like, oh, oh they didn't they make it right. right. Like, oh, they get it right. It's yeah. the best, man. Oh. Well, you wait. bought us coffee. For anybody who's listening, Andy got us coffees the other day. We were hanging out. Um, he was helping me. Oh, that's a whole other story. Maybe to be continued. The Bowflex story. <laughs> that's still, that story still, I think it's still developing though, wouldn't you say? I, I would. And, and you know what, buddy? I I thought about it and I said, I, I, that's not my story to tell. That's, because there's no, a lot, you know, and it is and it is still developing. There's more to tell. It, it and, is. And it's not for me to say. But, so for uh, the listeners, we have a very interesting story. Andy was a part of my good friend Andy, best guy in the world. He helped me. Um, so Andy helped me, or you know, move get a Bowflex that I found on Marketplace. And I live, you know, I've got a pretty decent sized apartment. I live by myself, so you know, I got a little room for some some kind of exercise equipment. I was looking for a rowing machine. And I'm just looking, Amazon, Marketplace, all the, the regular, you know, we should, the we usual should, suspects. We should clarify for listeners who, who are younger, who may not know what a Bowflex is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, God. It's, it's a, a piece Bowflex of... It's huge. Yeah, it's a... It, it, yeah, for a certain demographic, uh, meaning myself and Thomas's demographic, <laughs> yeah. there was a time when you couldn't turn on a TV in the, mid, in the middle of the afternoon and not see a 45-minute infomercial for yep. this Bowflex, uh, which is basically like a workout bench. Um, and instead of having weights, it relies on these, like, these... Um, kind of like a tension rod. Yeah, tension rods, that's, a, that's the best way to a describe bow. it. That's the best way to describe it. They're probably it like... It's a bow. It bows. Like, a, literally like, like a, a bow. Like a bow and arrow. Yeah. Yep. So, so what's happening is you increase, increase tension... By adding these rods, and they yeah they they literally bow as you pull or or push, as if you you know, you're getting your workout in, but you're not you, again you're not hampered by you know two hundred and fifty pounds of weights you know yeah that's true yeah it's, it's so it's nice because it, you you can put it in an apartment it folds up and you've got your entire workout right there but they're not you know I don't know if they're still popular I don't see commercials for them anymore but then again. They are. They are. They are still popular. Okay, so people, like maybe online, people do know. It's marketed online, and they've made some upgrades, a bunch of differences, but nothing like you're talking about in the 90s. Like the mid, early, mid-90s, late 90s even. You, just like Andy said, you turn on the TV, and it was like, up oh, here we go. There's four channels <laughs> at two in the morning with a Bowflex, and it was like the whole thing. We got to have this chiseled guy and these... Good looking women and they're showing how look how easy it is. And you know what's funny about those things? Is why can the person that's working out at the in those in those days, the person that was working out 
they never spoke for themselves. They were always quiet. Like, you're just the dumb muscle person. We're going to have Tony Little explain what the gazelle does. You know, the gazelle was great. I yes. actually met Tony Little. Got a $20 tip from him, by the way. That's another story. But, uh, sorry, I just went on a rant. Um, but, yeah, Andy helped me get this Bowflex. And the story's unfolding. It's actually pretty, pretty, it's pretty good, pretty cool story. I think it's going to have a nice end to it yeah but i'd love to talk about that next time yeah, that's yeah, your uh, that's your story to tell that's your I'd story i'd love to I, yeah so i was want to talk about it another time we can talk about it another time sure yeah i yeah. don't yeah because it's still developing it's needless to say needless to say there's a there's a 20 plus year old bowflex in thomas's apartment now yeah <laughs> yep there is and i gotta say man what do you i think as far as what you see now with the stuff that's manufactured i know that uh it seems like, you know, I think these Bowflexes were like thousands of dollars, at, at least at, upwards of the one to two thousand dollars. They range, must have been because it was always like a, there was like a like oh because you're always thinking like how much is this thing? This is yeah. great. And they keep adding, but wait, there's more. You get but this wait, workout, you yeah, do this, and then I'm like watching. I'm like this things must be, and it was always like yeah, and it was a, a certain amount of payments of this much money yeah. is what it was. So like you pay in yeah. installments, and I'm yeah, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure it was like couple thousand maybe probably yeah for like the whole system but uh, i think it's made well like uh there, we watched that we watched Andy and i watched a youtube video of a kid that was saying 20 year old bowflex i type in the model that i have and the youtube kids like 20 years after look at this look at the, he was kind of complaining about it because there was like scratches on it and minor things but altogether i'm like they they seem like this. It seemed like it was manufactured pretty good, comparatively to like nowadays with the stuff that you buy, like home appliances that just fall apart, that really aren't made to last more than a couple of years. I think we just did an ad for Bowflex. Yeah. <laughs> just just to just to balance that out. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. This is no it's longer like, this is no longer a comedy and music podcast. It's just an yeah. advertisement. <laughs> We just <laughs> when I lose my mind and blow a gasket like I did. Uh, yeah, we just revert to the uh, paid programming. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the installments, baby. <laughs> I was gonna mention, dude, fixing the dryer this weekend. I I appreciate yeah, your help. Man. Yeah. I, if you if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen. Uh, I I had a problem with the dryer. Thomas says, hey, man, I think we could fix this. And I'm thinking, like, okay, well, I'll just throw money at it. And he's like, no, no. Look, he said, he said, I think all you need is a, I think all you need is a new belt. So I take apart the thing with a YouTube tutorial. Sure enough, new belt. Thomas meets me at Lowe's. I have the old belt. Measure it up. We get back to my house, go down the basement. He helps me put the thing. He literally puts it back on while I hold, like, I don't know what you call that thing. What do you call it? Like the tumbler? The, uh, the drum. The drum. The yeah, drum. of course it's called the drum. Why didn't I know that? Because you're the mechanical guy. The tumbler, drumbler. I'm tumbler, holding the drum, drum and Thomas, Thomas like, re-threads the, re-threads the belt. We kick it on and it's working. Saves me a ton of dough. My wife says, take that guy out to dinner. Yeah. Of course. I say, where do you want to go? He mentions a place. Let's not mention the place's name, if you don't mind, Thomas, because 
I had I had that's fine. I had one complaint about it, and I kind of don't want to give them my business because of this. And I think I know what you know oh, what it is. Really? Yeah. You didn't tell me. All right. I don't okay. Know. Okay. First of all, I want to say curious. like the food was great, and I'm glad I went there. Okay, it was mm-hmm. worth it. And you know, and okay, I'll just say this: it's a place in a, in in the largest city of in New Hampshire, like population wise, and it's become known for famous clientele. Okay, should we say that? There's a picture of Adam Sandler on the wall. All the New Hampshire, like, heroes, right? Guy Fieri. I opened the menu. Obama. Was Obama there? Yeah. So basically, okay, politicians come through. Because politicians come through on the campaign trail. As you know, like, New Hampshire's, like, first in the nation. So we get everybody at the beginning of of the campaign, right? Literally in the booth that we were sitting, there was, like, a marker on, on, like... Next to Thomas, that said like Pete Buttigieg sat there, right? I open, I open the menu, right at the top. Okay, and I, I hate to say this guy's name, but I'll say it. Trump Tower Burger. Oh, God. <laughs> On the menu, not like not like addendum or just like this month, like literally printed in the menu. And I'm like, and it wasn't like Trump Tower Burger, and then like, um. The Obama burger. No, it was just the Trump Tower burger. <laughs> and I'm like, is he getting a kickback on this? Like, immediately my mind is going like, does he own this place? <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't even, I didn't even know. I didn't you didn't know. notice? I like, And I wasn't going to say anything because I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. First of all, the food here looks amazing. The menu is great. You know what I mean? And it was. And the service was great. Everything was good. But... Like I'm, I like I saw that and I said, okay, well he did he did campaign and I'm and of course he had to come through New Hampshire, you know, and I even think there's like a placard right where it says like Trump sat here or something right? Maybe yeah. I, don't, I didn't see I didn't see that. One. I didn't I'm see not, it either. Confirm I, that. I didn't see it either. I I don't I don't I can't confirm or deny that he. I said I did see the Buttigieg one. I didn't see the Obama one, but but. The fact that it was like printed in their menu, the Trump like Trump Tower burger. I'm like, what? Really? I could I could probably guess why that is. So the menu there, that place is old. I don't I don't know. This is just one possibility. That um hold on a sec. It might be just because Trump was there long before he was president. We should go back there and say, Hey, when were these menus made? Yeah, that'll clarify. Dude, if it was like made in two thousand, he was just there to visit. Oh, you're whatever, saying that he just know? came through the he just came through for business yeah. or whatever the heck. Kind yeah. of the same. It would be the same thing. Like if you heard, if you ever heard the song, uh, Donald Trump, the song. Oh, the Mac, Mac Miller, Miller song. Killer song. Yeah, didn't didn't he like Mac Miller disown that song? I think. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I don't know. It, it, it was just like. I'm pretty sure, like he stopped performing it. And then decided yeah. to like yeah. never like, never play it again. But I know what you one mean. Of the like coolest, he just Mac Miller seemed like one of the coolest no, guys, man. I tell you what, man. Like I super genuine. I yeah, he did. In, in in interviews I saw with Mac Miller, I was so impressed with that kid. And yeah. I say kid, he's much younger than myself. Yeah, no, I saw him interviewed multiple times. I was always impressed mm-hmm. with him. He just seems like a like Absolutely. a sweet person. And and his passing was just so odd to me. Oh, man. It was just came out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. He's 26, I believe. Damn. Yeah, that was the same age uh, 
my my best friend from the same thing. My best friend at 2006, at age 26, died from the same thing. Oh, they even made a song, man. It was like prolific. Um, they made a song. I think I have a good friend of mine. He'll be younger than me. He's he's like a huge Mac Miller fan. Like, just knows every song, every album. And he was saying that uh, he'd talk about like the Twenty Seven Club. He was yeah, very, yeah. he's very superstitious, and he talked about the white lighter. I had never heard of the white lighter theory until I moved up here to New England. I don't know, you know the white that? lighter theory. Please tell me. The white lighter theory is that all of these stars that took the Twenty Seven Club. Whoever's in it, like uh, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, they died. Anyways, Mac Miller said, just to clear that up, he said, I don't want to be part of the 27 Club or something like that. And he died the year before, which is just very sad. But um, the white lighter theory is that like people that buy lighters, they'll say, I don't want that. Like I've been around smokers or like, I don't I don't want to use that lighter. And I'm like, why not? Like, it's a white lighter. You don't know about the white lighter. And I heard that a bunch of times from a bunch of different people. And it's like those people that died had a white lighter in their pocket. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You might be able to look it up. That's crazy. I, and you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to prove that. That's, that's kind of, that's wild, man. Yeah. It could be like one of those, uh, you know, the, the urban legend. Yeah. Could be an urban legend. I'd never heard that. Interesting. Thomas, thank you so much for talking with me. Thanks for... You saved the show. You saved the show. Thank you. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm glad to be on, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. You have a great show. I appreciate it, pal. You honestly saved it, because I, like I said, I was... <laughs> Your frustration <laughs> was entertaining to us all. I was ready to throw the equipment out the window. I was getting so frustrated. <laughs> Literally. Huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Anyway. Don't destroy the studio. <laughs> Come on. People are the enemy. You know what I mean? Listen, the I... Champion. I, the champion. I don't know... I don't know if... If that Trump Tower burger on that menu at that restaurant that shall not be named... You know, yeah. is old. I don't know. Um, we should find out. That'd but I, but it, it bothered it, it bothered me. But I'm going to tell you something. And and again, the food was great there. And and had oh, that absolutely. I I'd say the name of the restaurant if if that wasn't the case because I don't want to bring any kind of attention to it. If if that dude yeah. is that scumbag is getting any money from his name on that effing menu, <sighs> burns my. I think I, from what I understand, you know, really watching shows. I've never been in New York. I don't know the lifestyle there, but. I think in LA too. There's there's places where there's celebrities nearby, like New York, LA. I'd always, whenever I'd watch, uh, um, makes me think of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, where they, you know, a celebrity comes in and then they'll name the sandwich after him. Yeah, I think it's somewhere along those lines. Yeah, where they don't get any money. It's just like a an honorific. Like, no, yeah, yeah, an honorary yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we should. Find, I think it'd be cool to find out, wouldn't it? Yeah, like I'd, I'd be curious to know. A couple of questions. I'd be curious to know. I should take. A, I should record it. Make a podcast episode yeah. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> be funny. All right, guys. You're starting a one man protest. Like, oh no, we just came here for a cheeseburger, man. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I guess I got to pick it too. <laughs> like Mitch Hedberg said, I'm against protesting, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to show it. <laughs> 
This has been episode 187 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Thomas Austin, for saving me. Absolutely. Go out and get his books. They're great. We love you. Peace. Love you, brother. Take care.